Hi, and welcome to my podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk with a jewelry designer, gemologist, and a creative woman who works in creative jewelry with diamonds, pearls, and other minerals. So I've prepared about 20 practical questions, which I hope can help you to understand some things about jewelry and pearls, so that you can use this information and tips in your life, with your gems, of course. So stay tuned, it's gonna be interesting. I am uh, Julia, as you said. I am a gemologist and jewelry designer. I have uh, my own brand, Juliet Core, where I work with uh, gold, diamonds, pearls, and uh, other kinds of uh, gemstones. And I sell, I sell my jewelry, my own designs worldwide. <laughs> uh, your collection has diamonds, uh, pearls, yes? Am I right? Yes. Yes. Uh, great. Uh, what kind of diamonds do we have nowadays in general? And what's the difference uh, between of them? Okay, so first of all, I work only with uh, natural diamonds. And there are two kinds of diamonds, like natural, that were uh, mined from earth. And uh, there are the lab-grown diamonds that uh, human grow. <laughs> Oh, like laboratory, yes, you said. Yes, laboratory-grown diamonds. And uh, from the chemical point of view and from the visual point of view, they are exactly the same. Mm -hmm. But uh, only thing that is different is uh, value and price. And which one are most expensive? <laughs> of course, natural. Everything that is natural, it's always much more expensive and uh, the difference are quite large. But uh, sometimes, you know, you just uh, want to pay less to buy bigger. So a lot of people will ch would choose now laboratory gown diamonds, like the bigger one. But the problem with them is that uh, they cannot resell them afterwards so you know you buy some piece of jewelry like in ten thousand dollars with laboratory grown diamond like big very nice mm -hmm. but if if you will ever want to resell it like for now at least for next few years you will never get any any kind of price you know like it's like uh, when you compare the original Birkin bag and the highest highest quality Birkin bag. So you always can sell original, but you will probably never sell the fake one because you know people will. It's better for person also like to go and to buy lab grown diamonds like from first hand from some mm -hmm. store. Uh, do usually stores or I don't know shops uh, uh, provide this information? For example, this ring has artificial diamond, or this ring has just a natural diamond. Is it possible to find out uh, like what kind of diamond uh, just this jewelry or a ring has? Okay, so first of all, we, uh, it's better not to call it artificial because it's like the real diamond. It's just grown in the lab. Mm -hmm. So it's like real diamond. You know, it's not artificial. And uh, yes, it's uh, actually, it's like... Uh, Again, it goes against criminal law if you don't uh, 
if you don't say what is the nature of this diamond. You know, if you like sell the lab-grown diamond as the natural one, you go against the law. Like, uh, what about uh, uh, how to say like the natural process? Do uh, laboratory diamonds and uh, natural diamonds get old or no, or never? No, uh, diamonds do not get old. That's also one of the reasons why they cost so much. It's like diamond that you have from 50 years old, uh, 50 years ago, or diamonds that you have now in 50 years, it will be the same diamond. Uh, what about another minerals? For example, uh, sapphire, uh, emerald, ruby... Uh, what is more expensive and valuable, valuable a diamond, like, uh, I don't know, ring, or a sapphire ring, or a ruby ring? Uh, it's, it's important to, like, to mention, if we take diamonds of a certain size, a sapphire of the same size, ruby of the same size, yes. and the emerald of the same size, Diamond is always, always, always the most expensive. But why sometimes, like a sapphire ring, is uh, there are different uh, there are different kind of sapphires, emeralds, and rubies. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, when we are talking about maybe the smaller sizes, and uh, there are yes, if you take the best kind of emerald it can cost like a lot of money or if you take paraiba tourmaline or any other kind of rare gemstone it can cost a lot but if we take like you know um uh, um, average mm -hmm. average um kind of gemstone not the rare kind of gemstone Uh, diamond is always, always the most expensive. You know, like, there is nothing more expensive, even, like, uh, there are colored diamonds and everything, you know, like, red diamond is the most expensive diamond on the planet because it's the rarest one. So, if we take one size of each, diamond usually is the most expensive, but if other kind of gemstone is rare kind and, like, clean of different uh, from different positions so yes it can be more expensive but it's not the rule can an ordinary person authenticate a real diamond from a fake no no and no uh like fake you mean like the lab grown or uh, fake you mean like uh, uh, there are you know like zirconia and mosonite and there are yes Also, I mean, like the, the uh, not the real diamond, like the other kind of stones, which looks like diamonds, but they're not. No, a regular person cannot cannot do it. You know, even if a regular person says it, you know, and guesses, mm -hmm. it was just the wild guess. It's never like it. It should be probably like really, really bad uh, copy that a regular person can say the difference but no only the professional and if we talk about the natural diamonds and the lab grown diamonds even professionals cannot do it only the specific equipment can say if it's the real or the lab grown oh. 
Uh, can I resell a diamond ring, for example, if I have a diamond ring and uh, I don't like it or just I need money and I have it? Like, <laughs> Can I resell it and what do I have to do first? Uh, first of all, of course, you can uh, resell, you know, nowadays you can resell everything. Mm -hmm. um, the point is like what kind of, uh, where you bought it and uh, what kind of price you are asking. Mm -hmm. uh, between like the professionals and everything, there are specific, um, we're talking like about white diamonds, there is a range of price mm -hmm. for each size, each uh, clarity and uh, cut, etc. So, uh, first, if you bought your ring at high-end jewelry store like Tiffany, Cartier, Graf, mm -hmm. etc., you will never, ever, 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 ever get uh, even half of the price that you bought it for. Because when we speak about diamonds, mm -hmm. uh, the most important part is only diamond. It's not a name. So you buy a diamond, so a diamond with the same qualities from the less known brand is exactly the same diamond as from Graf or Tiffany's. So, you know, they came like from kind of, it's not the same place, but it's like the same kind of diamond. Mm -hmm. So in high-end brands, you pay for name, you pay for being a part of the brand mm -hmm. and uh, not for diamond itself. So when it comes to the resale, uh, if you have a high-end, uh, uh, if you bought your diamond piece from the high-end jewelry store, be ready that you will never get the price that you paid for. And... Uh, Anyways, you will be able to resell it, especially now when there are a lot of resale uh, platforms, even like Etsy, that you can resell also such kind of things. And I also know like people buy diamond rings even like on eBay. So, you know, you can resell with, with no problem. And if you have a certificate uh, like from GIA, so you will resell the fast even like in the shortest terms. Oh, can you tell me about this certificate, GIA? What uh, this paper or this certificate is and how can I get it? For my jewelry, yes? Uh, for example, for my ring, uh, diamond ring only, yes? Or like like uh, real stones, uh, jewelry, mm -hmm. yes? The only. So, in my brand, when I work with clients, I sell diamond jewelry already, like with the certificates for the specific uh, stones. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know how a regular person ha can uh, get it, I honestly cannot say because you know I only work with the jewelry pieces that you know I create. So, I don't uh, give services of this kind when it's uh, about the jewelry that I didn't create. So, you know, you probably can go to the GIA uh, website and to check out there. That's the only thing I can, you know, advise. Mm -hmm. But uh, the point uh, of the certification is to give you the proof that the stone, the diamond in the jewelry piece that you bought mm -hmm. has specific qualities 
and these qualities are written in their certificate. Mm -hmm. And GIA, uh, I work only with GIA laboratory, is the Geological Institute of America. Mm -hmm. they, this is an independent laboratory, uh, which I prefer the most. It gives the the real um, evaluation. Uh -huh. It gives the real evaluation of your diamond. Uh -huh. So can I say, like, when you see that someone uh, resells a piece mm -hmm. with the GIA uh, certificate, mm -hmm. you can be sure that the diamond that they offer you is and the uh, the qualities are that are written in the certificate are for this, this specific diamond, uh, uh, because there are less, uh, mm -hmm. less uh, fair and less honest uh, laboratories mm -hmm. worldwide that uh, will give you the certificate with better gradings mm -hmm. than your diamond actually is. Uh, is it possible to, uh, I don't know, to Photoshop this kind of certificate? And like how uh, we can understand that this certificate is real? Uh, it always, uh, first of all, it always begins and ends with the trust in the seller. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we speak about high-end uh, mm -hmm. uh, jewelry stores, as we mentioned before, of course, you know, you can do it like with closed eyes and mm -hmm. for sure it will be it will be the right ones. But uh, when you are... When we are speaking about less known brands or less known jewelers, you have to have the trust, first of all, in the jeweler. Mm -hmm. You know, I work only like with GIA certificates and for me, my reputation is extremely, extremely important. So I do not uh, play games with this, mm -hmm. let's say it. But, you know, you need to have such people, such jewelers and such stores that you really can be sure because there are, you know, there are bad things that happen here as well. Mm -hmm. So trust is extremely important, but, uh, you know, you should be careful. Indeed, totally. <laughs> if I ask a local jeweler uh, to change the diamond shape, is it possible for them to do it? And uh, just how it usually is going on? For example, I don't like my ring uh, which has oval shape and I want to get uh, a square, for example, or uh, a heart. Okay, so go to the store and buy a heart-shaped diamond or a square-shaped diamond. Because first of all, uh, it's not uh, some kind of work that uh, every jeweler does. Mm -hmm. You know, there are special places, uh, special pro production places where people where people's job is to do this kind of job and uh, usually it's not done if a person just want to change the shape it's usually done to make a color grade higher or to make a clarity grade higher there are or to make better polish or better symmetry it's not done you know when you're just tired of your shape because it's uh, when you do it, you lose the carrot weight. So imagine your oval, you know, when we talk about it, like imagine your oval-shaped diamond 
and now put somewhere in there a square diamond. It will be like third part of your diamond. So you will lose probably like two thirds of your carrot weight for changing the shape. So even if you do it like, you know, don't do it, but even if you want to imagine this process, it, it, it's like very useless in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, I, for example, I want to change the, uh, the gold shape. For example, I want to keep my diamond, but I want to change the gold. Can I give my diamond to the person like uh, who can do it and go home and be like absolutely quiet, uh, like calm that nothing will happen? He will not exchange the diamond. He will not add, uh, uh, I don't know, something to the gold. Or I have to go and stay like next to him or next to her and wait this like process uh, until it will be finished. Okay, so first of all, of course, you can uh, take off your diamond from any piece of jewelry and to put it in any other kind of jewelry. But the second part of the question is always built on trust. You cannot imagine how many stories there are that, you know, people like uh, you said in your example like they went to some kind of jeweler they gave the diamond you know like the real diamond and they received like very pretty piece of jewelry you know mm -hmm. that he made and gave them back and in the end it was like mosonite which is a uh, which is not the diamond they gave mm -hmm. or they gave the diamond uh, of a very of like less quality you know like of the same size but less well, uh, less good quality and uh, which means that you really 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 have to trust the jeweler that you go and do this kind of thing because as the final client as the regular person it's not an offense it's just you know the uh, something to be concerned about that you will you will not say the difference mm -hmm. For example, I can ask him to remove a diamond uh, and uh, come back when the ring will be ready and he will put a diamond inside uh, like the day when, uh, for example, when the ring is ready, for example, and with my participation. You can, yes. Listen, if you want to do it, uh, probably the, the best way, you know, if it's less known person for you or person that you don't trust or, some, or you don't know, mm -hmm. probably the best is uh, to give him the size of the diamond. Or ask him to measure the, yes, the diamond. Like yes, and uh, he creates uh, mm -hmm. or he has the specific, uh, you know, he creates the ring for this mm -hmm. size of your specific mm -hmm. diamond. And then you bring it and yes, probably you can, uh, you know, stand next to him and wait uh, until he finishes your jewelry. Oh, thank you. That's, uh, that's really a useful recommendation. <laughs> In which jewelry uh, is it better to invest? Is a big name, like, important in general? Okay, so um, it's very uh, important to understand that investment in jewelry is uh, extremely different from any other kind of investment. When we hear the word investment, uh, we think about the price uh, growing during the years. Mm -hmm. So nowadays in the diamond industry, 
uh, for the final client, there is no such things. People that actually earn on these changes are the people like, you know, traders, the people that are in the process, uh, that are the part of the chain until a diamond gets to you as the final client. So investment in jewelry, you know, don't buy a diamond if you want to get uh, some better price in the future. It probably won't happen and it can happen that the price will be even less. Mm -hmm. So investment in, diamond, uh, in diamonds means the liquidity of how, you can, how fast you can resell them. So if you buy like... Um, uh, half a, from half a carat to like three carat uh, diamond, it will be much, much easier for you to resell it if you need it than um, like 10 carat diamond. So because you will have like much more people that will want to buy it from you. And also there are sizes like, you know, like one carat, 1.5 carats that are extremely um, popular. So sometimes you can, uh, you know, you can even earn a little bit during the time but we are not talking about you know thousands of dollars like it's not like when you invest in tesla or in real estate or something like this it's extremely different so do not invest in diamond even do not uh, use this phrase like diamond investment you know just buy because you want it because you like it and yes you will have the possibility to resell it maybe for the price that you got maybe for the price a little more maybe a little less but do not buy diamond with this thought i will resell it in five years and i will get like 20 percent more for it no don't do it like don't buy it with this thought in your mind uh, uh, what about jewelry trends? What are they nowadays? Okay, first of all, always uh, will be popular uh, engagement ring, <laughs> diamond ring. The always will shape, like I mean, like the uh, round diamond and uh, like the simple. Listen, ring. round diamonds are always the most expensive among other shape of diamonds. Round diamond is always more expensive, like the oval, heart, etc. Et of course, there are uh, trendy shapes, like, you know, if uh, Kim Kardashian gets a specific shape of diamonds, then every girl wants this kind of uh, engagement ring, so it makes the price of this specific shape more. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, generally, round diamond uh, per carat is the most expensive. And uh, this is the first thing, like, you know, engagement ring. No matter what is kind of the ring itself, Again, in this kind of jewelry, only diamond matters. Mm -hmm. So when you resell, like, you know, you have the engagement ring with the big diamond, no matter, one carat, two carats, uh, like uh, 0.7 carats, it's not an important part. And you have small diamonds on the sides of the ring. If you want to, like, resell it, then... It depends also like where you resell it. But if you go, you know, like to the service store that uh, their job is to buy such kind of jewelry, they will only uh, evaluate the diamond itself and the weight of the gold. Mm -hmm. 
So they will not care about the small diamonds or the design if you have some specific design. Only two things, you know, are important. Gold and di uh, big diamonds that you have in the ring. So this is uh, the first piece of jewelry that, of course, you should have or should buy. Uh, maybe, you know, do not buy engagement ring for yourself, probably. <laughs> Uh, what about, for example, uh, small diamonds? I've seen, for example, there is uh, a ring which has like, uh, how do you call the place where diamonds stay inside? And there are like so many, but very, very, very small diamonds, but they shine like, like, yes. so mineral, one proper mineral. And it costs less, okay. less expensive, as I understand. Of course, it costs less expensive because these are very small diamonds. And again, uh, when we talk about everything that has small diamonds, we speak more about the design itself. But resale value is never like the bigger one solid diamond. Never. Mm. So it's only like the design point of view. So if you want to buy some piece of jewelry with the thought of in not, not investment but you know of the liquidity like if something happens i will resell it mm -hmm. so i um, would recommend you to buy even like um, zero point uh, half a carat or zero point seven a carat of diamonds instead of a ring with a lot a lot a lot of small diamonds Mm -hmm. Buy this kind of jewelry only because not with this thought in mind, like investment or liquidity. Buy this kind of jewelry just if you like this piece. You know, only like you, I like the design, so I buy it because their value afterwards uh, will never be the same. So, another piece that you probably would want to have that is immortal uh, as well is eternity ring which is the ring with, um, um, you know, it's called eternity because it's like endless. It's ring that consists of uh, many uh, diamonds, but, you know, like diamonds already like uh, 0 0.2, 0 0.3 carats, even 0 0.5. So you, you see a lot of this ring, you know, on celebrities and everything. Mm -hmm. So this is also more valuable piece. And uh, this one, there is probably immortal piece. Like mm -hmm. it will be, uh, you know, it will be fashionable, stylish, and valuable now, and also in 50 years, and in 20, and in 10. Uh, next piece of jewelry, I think that you should uh, think in also when we speak about diamonds is tennis bracelets. It's also the same. Uh, meaning like the eternity ring is the bracelet that consists of uh, many, many, many same-sized uh, diamonds. Uh, also, uh, size depends, mm -hmm. but it's also the piece that uh, you can have for many years and to give it to your granddaughter. And, uh, I, of course, I think stud diamond earrings are always a good idea to have. So these are the pieces that I think, pieces with diamonds that uh, probably are uh, immortal. And of course, uh, each girl should have a perfect pearl strand. Uh, what about, for example, just gold uh, jewelry without stones? Uh, which one is uh, easier to resell? 
for example, white gold ring without stones or yellow gold ring? Uh, it doesn't matter, it's only a matter of uh, taste, but again, it depends where you want to resell it. Uh, you, want, you need to understand, like, if you go to the specific places that, you know, accept, uh, like, res uh, that buy jewelry that you want to sell, uh, only thing they take into consideration is the weight of gold. Mm -hmm. That's it. So they see the price of gold for this specific day, and they give you this uh, this price. They don't care uh, about the color. Yes, they can take. No, price, and gross. Yes, and uh, for each gold there is a price that little differ, mm -hmm. and also they don't care about design. You know, sometimes you have this gold ring, but has specific things that jeweler, you know, lines or textures or something. Like, if you go to these specific places, they also sometimes don't care about this. They only care about the gold itself. And again, you can resell your gold jewelry also on the platforms like Etsy. It looks like it's an ad for Etsy, but it's not. <laughs> they can resell it uh, there as well. But always uh, think that um, gold is uh, the material that scratches during the time. So, when you want to resell your gold piece, you know, you should also, like, see how good it looks. Maybe it needs to, you know, if you want to resell it on a platform um, like Etsy, Real Real or something, you know, for Bestiar Collective, like, you know, to other person. So, maybe first go and give your ring to some kind of polish, so it will look representative and good and look like new. And then, of course, you will have, you will, um, have less problems to resell it. And if you go to specific services that, um, you know, buy uh, gold and diamonds, so I, I don't think you have to do extra polish for it, because the only thing they care is the weight. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk about pearls. What features yeah. do pearls have and what is the difference between river, river pearls and sea pearls? Okay, pearls, the most uh, special thing about the pearls is that pearls are created by a living creature. So it's extremely fascinating thing about them. And uh, uh, the difference, uh, first let's say that there is also one other classification, which is real pearls and uh, cultured pearls. Mm -hmm. Real pearls are extremely, extremely rare. They're pearls that grow in the wild and uh, they are already like collective, collecting uh, pieces. So, you know, if you have like, and they cost extremely, extremely a lot, a lot of money. So, for example, Pierre Cartier, the person who, you know, which last name we all know, yes. in, uh, in 1917, I guess, uh, so it means like more than 100 years ago, he bought his uh, mansion on Fifth Avenue, which is now the flagship store for Cartier, for in exchange for uh, double uh, stra uh, double strand of natural pearls, which uh, estimated price back then was one million dollars, which was like one hundred years ago. So you can imagine the 
price that natural pearls have, especially in strands, you know, when you have to choose the same size, the same color, the same presence. So it makes them extremely, extremely expensive. So this is the natural ones. And cult uh, cultured ones, farmed ones, mm -hmm. are the pearls that people grow in specific conditions, you know, like people grow salmon and uh, chicken. <laughs> okay, yes. So it's natural, like natural pearls, you know, from the point of um, chemical point of view and everything they grow in water like they should, just people help with the process. And uh, I think that, like the most, most, most of the pearls that are sold now, no matter their fresh water or salt water that we will speak in a few minutes, they are cultured pearls. So next classification is uh, freshwater pearls and saltwater pearls. Uh, freshwater are grown in the lagoons like of the rivers, where is freshwater. And saltwater, ocean, like it says for itself. Uh, do pearls get old? Uh, yes, yes. You know, like any living creature, pearls can get old. Uh, it depends mostly, you know, if you have extremely wonderful conditions of wearing pearls and uh, taking care of pearls, of course, they will keep their presence now and in 10, 20, 30 years. Yes, if you, if you really take care of them. So they want, you won't get uh, your pearls aged, but generally, yes, they can scratch easily, they are very, uh, very gentle, yes, exactly, they are very fragile, they can be broken easily, they also, uh, a lot of things can uh, change their appearance, their color, their structure, like uh, when you use your perfume, when you use even, you know, when you take shower, for God forbid, in your pearls, uh, when you use soap and any other kind of this stuff, cream, even hand cream can change their colors. Mm -hmm. So uh, also humidity and, you know, conditions, how you keep them. So it, it's very, very fragile and gentle material. So you should be very, very careful with pearls. It's not bad, you know, I'm in love with pearls. I work a lot with pearls. But for, to save your pearls in good condition, you need to take care of them. Also, uh, people, per, person's uh, sweat can also... Um, uh -huh. uh, also, people's, uh, person's sweat can influence the pearls present. Ah. presence. Uh, uh, what about um, colors? Uh, what are the main characteristics of green, blue, black, uh, yellow and white pearls? And why okay. are they different? Like, why are the colors so different? It depends on a different kind of uh, mollusks that uh, they grow inside. But also colors depend on a kind, uh, what kind of pearl do you have. For example, the biggest, biggest, biggest range of colors have freshwater pearls. Also, the biggest range of sizes and the biggest range of shapes, which, is, which makes them extremely fascinating. And also, I love freshwater pearls because they look amazing. They have a lot of colors and sizes, and they are much, much more affordable. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, you know, it's a 
beautiful pearl jewelry piece you can really you can afford very good quality freshwater pearls so they come in the biggest range of colors let's say if we talk about like black greenish and uh, uh, purplish uh, kind of colors they are very now also very um popular uh, popular uh, Tahitian pearls once they were the most expensive but now they are not uh, these pearls come only in dark kind of colors and now the most most expensive pearls are South Sea pearls they are like big in their sizes and they come in these fantastic colors like gold and uh, silver and pinkish, beige, white and combinations of these colors and why pearls, uh, some pearls are more expensive than the other mm -hmm. is because, let's say, if fresh water pearls, the mollusk that, um, uh, that pearls are growing inside can uh, uh, consist of from 20 to like 40, 50 pearls at one time. And when we talk about Tahitian pearls or South Sea pearls, it's only like one, two pearl at a time, so in one mollusk. So you can understand that it takes much more time and much more quantity, you know, to get um, these kind of pearls. That's why they are also more expensive. Uh, can an ordinary person authenticate a real pearl from fake? Uh, fake, you mean like more like plastic one and all this stuff? You know, there are people that say that you need to bite it and the real pearl will leave the, uh, I think, some kind of, uh, you know, a sign of your tooth or something. Oh. <laughs> but you can but, like, I think, yes, it's just... <laughs> I, uh, you know, first of all, the, when you look at them, you always can, uh, I believe, you know, maybe now there are very, very good copies but uh, you always can uh, see if it's like artificial or if it's, if it's a real one. You know, when you see like a girl that all the summer wears her pearls and she swims in the, uh, every, uh, she doesn't take them off, she swims in the sea, she puts uh, perfume and everything and pearls look the same. It's probably artificial ones mm -hmm. because the natural ones, they, uh, you know, they are, as we spoke before, they are more fragile and more... Um, influential by the out, uh, outer conditions but uh, usually you know I don't think and I want to believe that uh, people don't play this kind of game especially in stores you know maybe in re on resale platforms yes but you know when you go to the store they will sell you their real pearls and not artificial and telling this real so, you know if you have such kind of experience you know like run away from this store forever for example, if I want to resell my pearl uh, necklace, yeah. uh, how can I do this? Uh, you can resell it on any kind of uh, resale platform. Do I need to, uh, do I need, like, provide also uh, a certificate that my pearls are real? No, you shouldn't. You know, there are also specific kinds of certification, but in pearls it works a little different, mm -hmm. and it's... Uh, 
not that common as uh, you know like when we speak about diamonds mm -hmm. um, the point is that you you know if you have kind of pearls like South Sea pearls you know it's uh, it's uh, very expensive pearls and everything so their also resale price is quite high mm -hmm. you know maybe less than you bought it for but still it will be really quite high but if you want to resell your like freshwater pearls or aqua pearls or something um, you will not get you know like uh, big money for it I guess mm -hmm. because first of all don't forget because of the fragility of the pearls uh, their look anyways would probably be different from the time when you bought it it will have some scratches maybe some spots or something so you know when person will buy it you know it will not look the same so probably you won't be able to resell it in the same price also when we talk about freshwater pearls because their uh, starting price is uh, kind of not uh, high so for another person maybe it will be easier to buy a new strand of pearls you know a new piece than to buy from someone second hand you know that he doesn't know how these pearls really look in real life mm -hmm. so you can resell anything it's always the matter of the price uh, you told me that a pearl can break easily so <laughs> what should I do if a pearl like breaks like or cracks what can I do after uh, you can uh, say goodbye and throw it away because there is nothing you can do. Oh. <laughs> so sad. Uh, is it yeah, easy? that's why you need to be really, really, really careful. Uh -huh. uh, what is easier to resell, uh, pearls or diamonds? You know, it's very different. Um, it's very different uh, materials. So you cannot so much, uh, you know, compare them. It's like what you can easily resell, a car or apartment. Yeah. But uh, nowadays you can resell anything, like literally anything. Uh, how, do I sh how should uh, we keep diamonds and pearls? Is there specific rules? Of course, of course, of course, of course. First of all, everything you read on the internet about how to take care of these things, mm -hmm. forget about it. Never do it, especially with pearls and gemstones, because they are much more fragile, they are much more hard, and they very influential by everything you do. So please, at least for these materials, don't do anything. Just wipe with the... Uh, with the soft clothes and that's it we are done don't do anything else you know my, maybe if your ring fell down or your prostrate fell down in the cake so you know wash it in uh, the water and then if we talk about pearls go to a jeweler you know that they can restrand it or to clean for you know uh, to clean their them better so it will not um, change the appearance of the pearls and when we speak about the how to keep them, you should keep every piece of jewelry separately because don't forget that things can scratch each other. And diamonds can scratch any other kind of jewelry and also they can scratch, scratch gold. Mm -hmm. So even when you keep your diamond bracelet, you know, like uh, not uh, elongated in, in the place and, you know, you just throw it... Uh, 
somewhere, you know, diamond even in one bracelet can scratch each other and they can scratch uh, gold in, in the same piece of jewelry. So you should keep every, every piece of your jewelry separately on the soft, uh, not in ceramic uh, balls or something. Mm -hmm. You should keep them on soft, uh, in soft place. You know, there are a lot of such things, uh, boxes, very beautiful ones that you can purchase. Oh, and IKEA. <laughs> like exactly, you know, there are so many. Just keep them separately. That's very important. And also, if you, if you take your jewelry for traveling, mm -hmm. also take care that each piece of jewelry is like in the same, maybe not box, but you know, at least in the same like... Um, uh, put them into separate uh, cl clothes or materials, you know, that they will not touch each other, so they will not uh, scratch each other. Uh, oh, thank you. Tell us about your jewelry collection and what gems you use in your, like, uh, necklaces, rings and so on, and what kind of services you provide. Okay, so uh, I use in my uh, collection, in my brand, any every every piece uh, every kind of uh, gemstones diamonds pearls other kind of gemstones for me you know it's like they're all my children and i just don't have a child that i love less so i work with any kind of uh, gemstone and it also gives me you know this variety of colors and so much inspiration and also it, uh, the bigger range of materials that I use, it also helps me, you know, with the clients so I can provide them with better and more designs and uh, it's very good for me. And uh, the services that I like provide, you know, uh, I'm a jewelry designer, so I provide my jewelry mm -hmm. and I also have like um, already ready designs. And I also give the, the kind of service of uh, bespoke jewelry, which means that I create jewelry piece uh, specifically for the client. You know, we can meet, you can tell me, like, I have this specific event, I want, to, like, your, I don't know, the ring butterfly with diamonds and pearls. So I give you ideas, I create models. So we create this specific piece especially for you. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> yes. I would love to come and see your jewelry collection, but I will uh, include, attach your link, your Instagram link uh, from your shop, uh, from your brand, and your Thank personal you. account link so that people can uh, check and follow you and see what do you have. <laughs> So thank, thank you. you very, very much uh, for this nice conversation. I really enjoyed talking to you. And what else? else <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, bye. <laughs> it was a pleasure.